Hi, it's Brittany. Hi, it's Megan. And you're listening to True Colors. Hey, Megan, are you excited for this week's topic? Oh, I'm super excited, and it's probably negative that I'm so excited about this, or that we are so excited I'm about so this. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> it makes us a little uh, quirky, but you know what? I actually saw there's, like, a study that it is mostly females that watch, like, paranormal things or serial killer documentaries. Oh, like, my God, yes. And when you think about it, it is. Like, it's mostly my girlfriends that are like, what should we watch? No one's watching rom-coms anymore. I'm going to tell you that right now. We are like, what weird, creepy, paranormal documentary is on Netflix? Or serial killer. Yes. Absolutely. Like, how obsessed were all of us with Night Stalker? Oh, my God. I had to literally go to my aunt's house Mm -hmm. to watch it because I could not watch it without her because we're true kind people. Mm -hmm. And Oh my gosh, the stuff that they went through at this time. It was, I will tell you, like, very briefly, it was weird watching that with my parents because my mom was actually in the hospital having my brother um, when Richard Ramirez was getting convicted. Uh, So the trial was going on for Mm. all that. But they lived through that, and it kind of does scare me because it was, like, kind of close to it was down the freeway from us yeah but like there were some that were happening like out by like Kavina and things like that Mm -hmm. and that's where my grandparents lived and he attacked a lot of elderly Mm -hmm. so I'm like it's just it's just strange when you think about it like the different people you know how he picked them Mm -hmm. or like I don't think they ever really went through how he picked people he just picked them and then I don't know. Have you been watching the Cecil Hotel one yet? No, but that is on my list. Actually, I'm planning on watching it tonight while I'm painting because, you know, what relaxes you more than? <laughs> Have you seen it? Um, I've only seen the first two episodes, and I'll tell you why. This is my issue, okay? This is why I need to just watch things by myself. So my boyfriend and I started watching Cecil Hotel, okay? So we watched one episode or two episodes, but my parents have a curfew about him being here, right? So he had to leave. So we didn't get past the first episode. So then I went to his house. We only got past one more episode. And then I got home and I had to make my mom think that I hadn't watched it yet without her. So I had to rewatch the first and the second episode. And I still haven't seen the third and the fourth episode of this damn documentary. And, like, I just want to know what's going on, you know? like <laughs> See, that's how the Night Soccer was for me because my aunt refused. We were supposed to watch it together, but I really wanted to watch it. So I had to avoid any spoilers, any mm-hmm. anything, because we had to watch it. But let me tell you, I watched that stuff in one sitting, and I was so obsessed. I had to, like, literally research him again and just – and then I went down the dark path of serial killers for a few yeah. hours. Yo, and you do. You start going to all this research or all these YouTube, like, mm. mockumentaries or videos that, like, people have reenacted. And I'm just like, 
you guys. Like, there's a lot of us out there. And it's actually funny because I ended up doing a research paper. Um, I wasn't on serial killers, but I did it for my schooling on school shootings. And they were talking about how this generation is so desensitized by violence and yes. all this stuff because there's so much out there just for viewing. And if you think about it, like the um, – oh, shoot, what is it called? I think it was in Florida, the park. Pulse. No. No. Parkland. Park Hill. Parkland, Parkland right? Yeah. It's Parkland. When that shooting happened, the reason that the police knew so much about what was going on inside is because – Teens were shooting the, I mean, Video. I'm sorry, we're, that, was a bad, that was a bad choice of words. Yeah. Um, they were videotaping the shooting as it was happening mm-hmm. on Snapchat. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, but if I was in a, a shooting and I was like hiding, that would have not been my first thing was like, oh, let mm-hmm. me share this to my story. Like, what were kids thinking? I... You know what? It's really funny because not funny, but I've watched so many active shooting documentaries mm-hmm. because I was so fascinated, not in like a dark way, but like I was very curious about the Columbine shooting because oh, it, yes. it was one of the biggest one, the first one of the first ones. And I was reading up on it. And so the, I found a documentary on Showtime and it's active shooter. It's just mm-hmm. and it goes through Columbine. Uh, what's the other one? Pulse done the root i've watched documentaries on the route 91 shooting Mm. and let me tell you like it's so weird because you have like you start getting into it like you go deep into it and you're just you can't come out of it because just like sewer killers you just it's just so eerie but fascinating yeah and they actually like scientists have actually separated that's one of the sources that i used was they separated the people that or enjoy watching this stuff all the mm-hmm. time into like three categories. So there were the viewers that were just viewing out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. There were the viewers that were actually looking into like how to plan and carry it out. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last one was like they stumbled upon it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's what's scary is that second category, that percentage is like 55% of people that are like, wow, this would actually be interesting to carry out and, like, actually do. So that's scary to me because, like, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been to the shooting range once for my brother's birthday, and shooting that gun, like, don't get me wrong, like, it's exhilarating and it's cool and all this other stuff, but I could never imagine actually pointing it at a person Mm. and, like, pulling the trigger yeah like I had a problem shooting the freaking paper person like how would I do with a real person in front of me not well so yeah don't recruit me for the army or anything (laughs) it's just not my thing but as much as people fascinating about serial killers we have people the afterlife wise Mm -hmm. you know like people go up to Manson where the Manson murders were and stumble upon there to try to get a um a feeling of someone that had passed away there. Mm-hmm. And so if you watch Ghost Hunters, they went up there. And it was so creepy because, like, mm-hmm. you know, some of those shows aren't 100% real. Right, right. Yeah. But it's entertainment. It's so much fun to watch because yeah. it makes you want to go. Well, I think, I think the stories that intrigue me the most are, you know, whenever someone hears or sees, like, a specific person mm-hmm. – that when you look back in history, like, did die there. Like, if you hear, like, 
kids or whatever like that and then you end up finding out that all these kids like burned in that building mm-hmm. like one year or were drowned by a parent or something and yeah these are real stories there's sick people out there so those things always are interesting to me because i'm like well this would make sense for this to be the place that they're kind of stuck right now mm-hmm. so it, it is it's an interesting take whenever you watch either ghost hunters or there's like a paranormal investigation show mm-hmm. and like all this stuff, you're just kind of like wondering, well, like, how would I react if I was in that situation? And I will tell you that I actually have thought about it because Alex's brother wants to start a YouTube channel, and his first thing he wants to do is stay a night in a room at the Cecil Hotel. I would be so scared with that history of that hotel. So I keep saying that I'm going to go. I keep telling him, I'm like, sign me up. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. And my sister Melanie is like, you're not going to that. People have vanished from there. (laughs) And I'm over here like, oh, my gosh, stop. (laughs) So if I don't show back up after that, well. (laughs) That's like um, my school, my old school was an insane asylum. And my roommates and I would love to go ghost hunting. Yeah. And let me tell you, we've heard those kids laughing in the little Mm. ghost town of a playground that they have and let me tell you there's been times where it's just you don't know what to feel it's just i do i do believe that there are different feelings that different spirits give off Mm -hmm. that's for sure um because i felt comforted and, and we'll share personal stories after but i felt comforted in one situation and then i felt just scared in another situation. Mm-hmm. And I'll also share one of my sister's stories later too, because I thought that hers was actually really cool. But I do, I do feel like there's different feelings that you get. And I think yeah. that's on purpose. I think that God really does give us, and this is with like humans that are bad people too. He gives us this instinct, you know, the hairs that stand on the back of yep. your neck, like that shiver, that like feeling in your chest, that feeling in your stomach. Like, I think that there's things that are, you know, telling you instinctively, this is not good. Yeah, don't go that way. Yeah, don't go that way. And yet in all the movies, they always go that way. And I I never understand that, and I'm sure it's for entertainment value too. Like, I'll argue that with people all the time. I'm like, well, guys, if they didn't go up the stairs, then we wouldn't have another hour and a half of this movie. Like, the movie (laughs) would be over, you know, in 30 minutes. True. The girl's got to get stabbed upstairs so that we can lead up to the next person that's supposed to run and get stabbed, too, you know? (laughs) Like, that's just how it works. Very true. (laughs) But um, how about before we share real-life stories, let's talk about some of our favorite paranormal movies that we've seen. Oh, yes. I think one of my favorite is Conjuring. I'm obsessed with those. And it's really funny because I don't do horror movies. Like, it has to be, like, a possession one or – which is most of them. But, like, it has to be a really good possession one. So, like, no jump scare. No, no I don't don't play that game. (laughs) My boyfriend loves those and I'm just like, no. (laughs) See, I don't mind jump scares – as much, but I will say, I, I feel like more people, and this, I think this is anyone, you're more intrigued when there's an actual storyline. Yeah. So, you know, and I'll argue this till the day I die, I think the Saw movies are an absolute masterpiece, and let me explain why. Because everyone's always like, Megan, those are like torture movies, why do you want to watch those and stuff? It's not like I want to watch the torture parts, people. It's because the storyline behind it all, you know, like, 
all about why Jigsaw is even doing this. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's kind of his own version of a vigilante. Obviously, it's to the extreme and people should be forgiven for mistakes that they've made. But he doesn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. He feels that if people messed up, then they should be punished for it. Not that I agree with it, but I will say that there was definitely one where there was, like, a child molester that he did something to. And I was like, I'm all for this. Why are, why are we arguing with this point? I'm confused. Why are we even searching for this guy? We should be thanking him. Like, that's how I felt about that one specifically. And no, Saw is not my choice. I'm not saying that's my favorite movie, but I agree with Brittany easily. The conjuring movies, um, anything to do with, um, Oh my gosh. Why can't I think of their name? What's that couple's name? I have no clue. And I just, that's why I just, generalized it with the conjuring because i find them so fascinating that i cannot remember their names which is so bad i have to look it up and i i can't believe i forgot their name because i keep i keep telling everyone i want to go to their house or you know that little museum like you can go and i i I know that they both died so i'm possibly we can still go I, i wouldn't be surprised if like i think you can children preserved it or anything but um no, so I like those movies because, one, they are based off of real accounts, and yes, people can always say, like, oh, no, that's not how it is and stuff, but there are, like, real stories about people that, like, went to their little museum, and c- there was a guy who confronted the shadow doll, which is apparently supposed to be somewhat like a Freddy Krueger, so, like, the, the shadow doll comes in your dreams at night and kills you or whatever, and they took it from whatever house it was possessing, And they put it in their museum. And a guy came to visit the museum and he taunted the doll. Why would you even do that? Even if there was like a 0.2% chance that this thing was real. No. Why why would you? I don't even look at porcelain dolls twice. Yeah, but I'm just saying, why would you even (laughs) chance that? Nope. Anyway, he taunted the doll and he was in a fatal motorcycle accident once he left there. So I'm just saying. I think that there's some truth to the Conjuring movies and there's some oh, truth yeah. to the Annabelle movies, whether it's all of it, whether some of it was just for entertainment. I do think that there was some truth, to some of it. And that's just me. You don't, no one has to agree and stuff, but I will say that spirits are in the Bible and all of that. So, um, if that's like the truth you follow, yeah. which it is what I follow. So I, yeah, I think there's spirits out there. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would wholeheartedly... Warren! Sorry. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, it's Laura, Lorraine and Ed Warren. Yeah, I was like, it, just, it like just hit me, and I was like, Warren, that's their last name. Okay, got it. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I love it. But, yeah, Conjuring is one of my favorites. I don't know why, honest to God, I have no clue, because I hate scary movies, but I love love those and it was I think it was my old friend David who introduced me to them and I was just like oh my god I'm obsessed with this yeah it's it it's addicting because it's it's not just the story it's these are real families like if you think about it like I think one of the families had like three daughters or something like that and whether you have three sisters or only one sister like yeah you think about that like shoot what if it was my sister or it's the mom that gets possessed in the first one it's like what if it was my mom like this was a good woman she didn't do anything wrong like that's scary and so like I think I think that's why they're so intriguing is because you either think about inserting yourself into the situation and you're like well how would I have handled Mm -hmm. it or 
I don't know, because how many times do we watch horror movies and we're like, oh, they deserve whatever they're going to get, right. like, after they do one thing wrong, yeah. and you're just like, how dare they? Like, they didn't follow the rules of horror movies. You <laughs> like, walked right into that one. Yeah, like, exactly. But that's why um, a, a popular scary movie with me and my sisters is Scream, the mm. Scream franchise, is because the the franchise is technically supposed to be kind of a parody of horror movies, and it's making fun of all of the mistakes that girls yeah. and people make in the horror movies. And it's hilarious, yes, but it had a good storyline. Yeah. You know? It's all about Sydney and her mom and the town mm-hmm. and all of these scandals and stuff. And it's, I don't know. I kind of like it. I've always wanted to kind of secretly be like a ghost face for Halloween. But at the same time, I'm not trying to like scare people. But <laughs> that's such an easy costume. It's that's- just a mask and a black if you want to make it a girl version, a black dress or something like that. So. I don't know why, but that always, like, anytime that someone dressed up as that, that's like, do you remember the fad with this, the scary clowns? I was just going to say the exact same thing. I, so there was one on my campus. It was so scary because we're like, we would do night walks and there was just some clown standing in the field with a balloon. And I looked at it and my friend is terrified of clowns. And I was like, and it was like someone said, oh, we're haunting you as clowns or something like that. That was the general consensus of it. And I'm going to be real. I'm not a big fan of clowns. I, I mean, I like it. That's one of my favorite movies. It's such a good movie. And I, the new one. Oh, I love them. Did it such justice? Oh, yeah. Like. No, I was obsessed with it yeah. for the longest time. And so it wasn't necessarily the clown that scared me, but it was like the haunting part. Yeah. And so it was like. It was popping up around campus. Like, the cops couldn't catch it. And so everyone was like, no, it was really – are you sure you saw a clown? It yeah. wasn't a person. And I was like, stuff like that, especially on an insane asylum campus, that's terrifying. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. That's Channel Islands, right? Because yeah. I remember when I toured Channel Islands, and I think – I'm going to be honest. I think they told me that it used to be an insane asylum, and I was immediately like – yeah, I don't want to go here. <laughs> oh, I. So you are a brave soul. Let me tell you, <laughs> I didn't know it until, cause so, dumb Brittany, um, <laughs> went up to that school, applied to one school when she graduated community college, and it was just to follow my boyfriend at the time to go to said random school. Didn't research it. Didn't. I was like, oh, it has a good teaching program. It's fairly new. And so I was like, great. And then I get up there, and they're like, oh, did you know it used to be in a insane asylum? I was like, huh? And then they're like, the dorms used to be where they lived. Huh? I was like, excuse me? I was like, ugh. But later on, I'll tell you, like, some freaky stuff that's happened there. But yeah, did you ever hear, as a cast member, it's almost like a rite of passage to hear about the hauntings of Disney? Uh, yeah. Uh, the one specifically in Julius. Yes. Is the one yes. that I heard. And... I had to work my first, was it my first grad night? Maybe it was my second grad night. Second grad night, and I had to be back in Kingswell Mm -hmm. by myself. And apparently, at whatever time I was there, there's supposed to be some lady in, like, a black dress, I believe. I think it's black or blue. She's in the pictures, like, next to where your register is in Kingswell. She's in the picture right there, and she looks like... Um, if any of you have seen Insidious, it looks like mm-hmm. Parker Crane where, when he would dress up in the black, the lady in black or whatever. 
and it looks just like her and or him or whatever and it scares me because I'm like I watch a lot of horror movies guys like does it have does she have to look like that why can't it be like Walt walking around like hey just checking in like no it has to be some creepy woman from a photograph that we have like no real knowledge about and I'm just like so apparently she's, she walks the store at night or shows up in the store. I don't know. There's also the, if you ever work graveyard or the latest shift of a lead, you have to close up Russian and Humphreys. I've heard a lot about that. Yeah. It's for some reason, this location, it's right by uh, Soaring Over the World, if you know. <laughs> I know. But so what happens is the radios will turn on. Like your radio, you will turn it off and all of a sudden yes, you hear, I did hear yeah, that. Mm-hmm. so your radios will turn on and then out of nowhere, sometimes the music starts and you would think that maybe they're turning on the music mm-hmm. for you, but I want you to also know that this, our locations are on a timer. Mm-hmm. So our locations turn off after I think 11 is when the music stops and all of a sudden it'll turn on or the lights of the car that used to be outside. Yeah. Um, we'll turn on, uh, but the biggest one is that there's usually like a girl giggling as you're walking up to Russian and it's not fun to walk down like when you're the last person there. Mm-hmm. So I used to make sure you always have I had someone to yeah. walk down. I would always sweet talk someone into staying with me because I was not down. walking <laughs> down that hill by myself. Nope. I will tell you. Okay. So let's take it away from the creepy for a second. Um, one of my favorites quote, haunted stories for Disney is the famous light in the firehouse oh, story. Um, so if, for those of you that don't know, um, if you listen to this podcast, you have to know the story, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, when Walt passed, um, they, they kept a light on in the firehouse, right? When you enter it on main street, it's on the left. And, we enter when you enter in you see that that light is always on it's never turned off so the story behind this is that i guess an employee i don't know why but i guess an employee turned the light off one night when cleaning in there or something was going on so weird anyway so they they turned it off i don't know why but the point is is that that's that was the last employee that clocked into that room and like literally I think an hour or two later the light was turned back on mm-hmm. and there was no one in the room. So yes that can sound creepy to some people but I find it comforting because I do I am one of those mm-hmm. people that I do believe Walt is watching over the park, you know, whether he gets to visit all the time or sometimes or Whatever, like, I think that he's definitely watching over the park, and if it wasn't Walt, I believe it was probably his wife or something, and they turned that back on, mm-hmm. like, how dare you, don't turn off his light, he is here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I always like that story, it is comforting. We also have security footage of mm-hmm. something or someone walking through Disneyland. I did see that. And there is, it is where he goes and he walks on the water mm-hmm. of Tom Sawyer's I've seen island. I've and so it's it's kind of like a it's just an apparition looking thing, but you can tell after a couple of shots, it's a like a per, the shape of a man mm-hmm. walking like through the whole park, and it's seen going from one camera to the next camera to the next camera, following straight in a pattern, and then eventually going onto Tom Sawyer's water. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I like that one, too, because I for sure think that's Walt. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't imagine someone else that would be just walking through the park lingering right? like that. Like, that park's too important to him. That Like, that was his park. You know, everyone always jokes, like, oh, but there's so many parks out there. And what about Walt Disney World? Walt Disney World was Roy's park. Mm-hmm. And so this Disneyland was Walt's park. That was the one that was based off his childhood. They made Main yeah. Street look like his town in Missouri. Like, that Disneyland is his park. So there's a comforting story for Disney. But do you want to share one of the creepy ones that From you Disney? know of? From Disney? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, So I know there's one where... Oh, there's so many. Um... Oh. There's one that's the Haunted Mansion that you can see. Is it the little boy? Yeah. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah, he, like, walks. So it's closed, mind you, because this is all night footage. Mm-hmm. And you're he's walking across, like, through the gate to get in, and you can hear him giggling. And it's on YouTube, but I've heard that one, and I, heard, I hear from some of my friends that um, work the Haunted Mansion that that does not not happen like it always happens like it will be like you can hear a giggle and it's not like the at the end where she's like come back you know like it's not like that weird giggle it's it's a child's giggle and it's super creepy at night they say and tower terror too when it was tower terror there was always there's a video of a security guard or a maintenance guy writing it and there's someone in the back corner so it's real creepy I, yeah, no, that, no. I've heard that one a lot. I personally have never seen, like, a little boy when I was on that ride. To be fair, I don't think I was really looking. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I don't believe that he's there when people are on the ride. No, it's usually when they're closing up shop. It's like after hours. Yeah, Yeah, cast members, we get all the fun. You guys just don't get it. (laughs) Um, But I was looking at some of them because, like, online because I was thinking about, there was one I couldn't remember her name, um, Dolly. Mm -hmm. So she was a girl, that's not her name, Dolly, her name was, hold on one second, Regina Young. And, but she's known as Dolly, and she actually fell out of her seat while riding the Matterhorn. Ooh, I do remember this. And an ongoing bobsled struck her. So, what I think was really gross that I didn't even know is that the area on the track where she died, they made it known as Dolly's Dip. And I'm what? Like, why would you even do that? Like, that's depressing. Anyway, the point is, is that, again, an after-hours thing or when the walkthrough is happening before the park opens or after the park closes, cast members have said that they've always felt like there was someone watching them. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the Matterhorn... That's already a creepy ride to have to walk through. Oh, yeah. Like, like, if you think about it, it's it's horrible to, like, you're walking, and especially at night, because they have to do, like, a strict, they have to get all this stuff that have come off of someone's person, and they have to clean up after people throwing stuff. God, no, that's creepy at night. <laughs> okay, sorry. Again, still reading. Um, Apparently... The Haunted Mansion in Florida also has a little boy ghost story. Oh. Um, because a photo was taken in 2004 from a doom doom buggy um, <laughs> behind another doom buggy, and it and it was supposed to be just a run through, so no one was on the ride. And there's a picture. I'm gonna show it to Brittany right now and see how she feels. Um, it's a little boy, literally 
peeking his head out from the doom buggy in front of oh, them. Oh, I think I've heard that. Let me see. And it's right there. Oh, I've seen that. I that oh god, I got you remember those shivers up the spine? That's what I just got. So that just looks too real, unless that's photoshopped. Let me see. You can tell if it's photoshopped. Yeah, no, that doesn't look very photoshopped. No. Because it almost like you can almost see past his hair. I mean, I feel like we're going to end up sharing this this picture on our Instagram. I will post it. For this episode. Like, hey guys, here's the picture we were talking about. Um, so that's, that's a little scary. Um, the one that I was going to say about the little boy that you were saying, talking about in California, that's actually sad that I just read. Apparently the sounds that they hear is he's crying for his mom at oh. the end of the ride. And then people have also spotted him near Pirates of the Caribbean, which is right next to next it. Door, next to it. So um, that's an interesting one. Uh, let me see if I can find one more good one, and then we are going to move on to personal Ooh. experiences, which I think are always really fun because you get to hear how crazy we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> or the crazy stuff that happens around us. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to blame we're the gonna world. We're going to that. We're going to blame the world on that one. Hold on, I'm seeing... Let's see. Oh, okay. Um, Have you heard about Mr. One Way? No. It's a ghost on Space Mountain in no. Disneyland. Um, so, but, but I think some people have, like, discounted it or something. Um... They say that Mr. One-Way is a red-haired man with a red face. And others say he's a kid dressed in a 70s-era clothing. Story says he tends to hang out in queue for Space Mountain, although whether or not he talks to people while waiting varies depending on who you ask. So it does sound like there's a lot of different versions of this story. And then there's one other person that apparently haunts Space Mountain... Uh, I don't know why there aren't more ghosts that haunt Space Mountain. That's a... I feel like I would either pick it between Space Mountain um, and Thunder Mountain. I feel like Thunder Mountain would be one to haunt. I don't know why. I mean, it could be. The only reason that I would say Thunder Mountain can't be is just because it's outdoors. So maybe, they, you know, they can't, yeah. like, be outdoor. That's I don't fair. know. I mean, I don't know. They're not vampires, but I <laughs> you never know. Like, um, But, yeah, the second ghost that haunts it is Disco Debbie. Um, she apparently glows in the dark. So that's interesting. But it, it, but like I said, the ones that I think the, the craziest ones are when there's a actual incident or accident that occurred Mm -hmm. and then people are saying that they see someone that basically could be that person that that accident occurred to Mm -hmm. so that one i feel like is a little more believable but when it's like people like randomly saying like oh yeah there's like some kid that i see every now and then but like there was no kid that like died or got lost Mm -hmm. or anything on that so you know what i'm also surprised about that there isn't a ghost or maybe there is and you know about and i don't about the boy remember the boy and his brother that drowned okay so i said the same thing vanessa and i were talking about that one day and i'm shocked that there's not because according to so i have uh because that was just weird that was so abnormal and the fact that like there's so much there's not a lot of information about it but yet they were two souls that are haunting disney essentially 
Well, so the story behind that one is that there were two brothers that thought it would be fun to sneak onto Tom Sawyer Island and stay there after hours, basically. So they wanted to, like, camp out on the island. Um, The two boys decided to swim back at a weird hour, and the, excuse me, the water um, for Tom Sawyer is not meant to be swam in, and the younger brother made it back, and the older brother actually drowned, Mm -hmm. which is interesting, just based on their ages and stuff, too, that the older brother, maybe he got a cramp, maybe, maybe, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's, like, Naya Rivera. Remember? Yeah, Like, yeah. her death was weird, too. Like, mm-hmm. how did her four-year-old son get back in the boat, but she couldn't get yeah. the strength to get back Well, they the were boat. saying that for that particular incident was she had lifted him mm. as much as she could, and he climbed back into the boat. But even how – what caused her to – like I said, it could have been a cramp, Yeah. maybe. Maybe it's something like that. But I'm going to be honest. Like, I've gotten, like, a – maybe this is not – it's not comparable. But, like, I've gotten, like, a Charlie horse in the water. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, like, my cab, you know, like, tightens up, like, periodically. Mm-hmm. And – but I don't think it's ever been so bad that I'm, like, wow, I just have to stop right yeah. here and drown. Well, especially, like you said, the water in Disney – even in the world of color are not meant to, I mean, world of color is a little bit different because we have swimmers that go in there and are able to fix the world of color thing. But Tom Sawyer's Island, a lot of the water effects are done on Tom Sawyer's Island. Well, and that's, I mean, that's how they move the boat across Mm -hmm. during Fantasmic and things like that. So there's a lot of things I'm assuming that needs to be under the water for all of that Mm -hmm. stuff to be moving correctly. Um, and but if I'm you sure notice, no, I if you notice, Tom Sawyer, uh, the water is one of the only places that they'll drain because they don't drain the one that's in mm-hmm. California Adventures. Oh, interesting. They do drain the um. But do you think that was always a thing, or do you think they started that after that? Kid I drowned? don't know. Like, okay, so I think it started after the kid drowned okay. because I don't think Fantasmic was as spectacular as it is now mm-hmm. than it was then that makes sense. so yeah. if you think about it they probably didn't need to do a lot of maintenance in there and so they just let it build up so all that mechanic stuff is making the what is it it's just crusting and all that's in the water right. and it's bringing the water it might make it sludgy too. yeah like that's thick. the words i was thinking of and like, it's just like now we're <laughs> Water. Okay. All right. So we've talked enough about Disney. Sorry, it's so hard not to go on a tangent every time we talk about it. Um, and there's lots of other ghost stories. I definitely encourage you guys to just YouTube, like, because there are so many videos mm-hmm. out there. You, a few of them have been debunked, and that's totally cool and fine and whatever. But there's a few that to this day have not been explained, and that's what's so interesting about oh, them. Yeah. So I encourage you, YouTube and Google, whatever you want to use at your, your disposal. I'm telling you, it's interesting, and you'll go down a rabbit hole, and you won't get any sleep. So if you have work the next day, don't do it. Yeah. Anyway, personal story. Britt, what is your personal story you would like to share? Ooh, okay. So I live on – when I lived on our dorm er, – and when I lived at the dorms, so my dorm – we had six girls in our, our, our apartment. And so it was like I had the single room, and then I had two next to me. And so on the weekends, I would go to um, Anaheim for work, and 
it was like, it was so weird. Cause so I leave my door open for my best friend at that time or still to the, my best friend to go into my room and she left my room open. She went to her room, whatever. And so my roommate comes home and she's like, Oh, good night, Brittany. And whatever, like she would normally do if I was home. And so she goes to her room to go to sleep. And then I come home the next day and she's like, were you in your room? And I said, no. And she's like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I literally just drove up from school or from work. And then she asked Ashley if she had been in my room. And she's like, I went to bed at like 11 o'clock. And she's like, okay, no, no. And I was like, why? And she told me that she had seen someone walk into my room and it looked like someone was laying on my bed. But it wasn't Ashley because Ashley was asleep and it wasn't any of the other roommates because they wouldn't go in my room. So then fast forward like two weeks. I'm in my room and I had my door open and I saw someone go into Maddie's room. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting there thinking it's Maddie and some guy or whatever. And, um, I turn around and she's not there. I like peeked my door and I was like, there's no one there. And so I was like, okay, whatever. I see the same shadow go into the living room Mm -hmm. And walk off. And I was like, oh, no. So I texted my friend. And I was like, are you home? And she's told me no. And I was like, that same thing you said you saw in my room. I just saw walk out of your room. So I don't know which one is which. So that was creepy. And let me tell you. Yeah, that's beyond creepy. I'm going to let you share one. one, And then I'm going to share one more. Because okay. there's one that trips me up still to this day. Okay, so I'm going to give a, a more of a sentimental one. It's I, I don't consider it scary. Um, and I've shared it with Britt. I've shared it with a lot, a couple of people. Um, but what's weird is that I actually have never really shared it with my extended family. And when you hear it, you'll understand why. Um, so uh, in 2012, um, my family lost my cousin to cancer. And he was 31, I believe, or 31, 32. And, um, we were at his funeral and the reception happened to be held at my, um, alma mater. So my high school. And the reason that it was there is because my aunt worked there and they were doing a favor, you know, and they actually like helped provide food and all this other stuff. So it was really nice. So we're in the gym and it's pretty full, um, my cousin lived a very good life and he was very loved by a lot of people. So he had some of his high school friends that showed up and things like that. So now keep that in mind when I said his high school, he had high school friends that showed up. So we're a little bit into the reception. I was a wreck at the funeral. Um, I, I, you know, and you never want to be like the loud crier at a funeral. And my thing for why I didn't want to be the loud crier was because I thought that that should have been reserved for his immediate family or his son or his wife. And it wasn't, it was me and I don't know why, but whatever. So at the reception, I was like, okay, I need to eat something. I need to drink something, whatever. So I'm sitting there and my middle sister Melanie taps me and she's like hey doesn't that guy kind of look like Joey and that's my cousin who passed and I turned around and this was what was weird my cousin Joey 
was a huge Dodgers fan. In fact, his, um, where, sorry, I can't even think of what it's called. What's it called? They put the ashes in. Uh, urn. Thank you. Just delete that. Anyway, um, the, the urn that he had his ashes in was actually a white and blue urn with a baseball as the holder, like the little handle. And then like little bats were like across it. Mm -hmm. So that was a very big thing. This guy that was standing there was dressed very casually and he had a Dodger hat on. And my, I remember when my sister said that I looked at him and I was like, he looks way too much like Joey. Mm. So I looked at my sister and I was like, yeah, I, I was like, I see him too. Yeah. And I think we even mentioned it to my cousin Amy, um, who is my age. And she looked over and she, she just kind of made a face. And then she was like, yeah, no, that's weird. He definitely looks like Joey. And then all of us wanted to figure out who this person was, right? So we started watching him a little bit. He kept joining groups at the reception, but kind of just standing there. Like, he wasn't interacting. No one was talking to him. No one was conversing with him. He was just standing outside of all these different conversations. And we were like, that's weird. So anyway, so a slideshow started to happen, and I, I, I couldn't let it go. I, you know, I, I kept like looking at them. I was like, should we ask Aunt Teresa, which is my cousin's mom. And I was like, should we ask Aunt Teresa? And we were, we all agreed like that was a bad idea because they were mourning and like, this is not a good idea. But we were just like, who is this guy? And how come no one is really looking or talking to him? So that was weird. So the slideshow started happening and I kid you not people, he went as far as I remember he went to the back doorway while the slideshow was happening we were all watching everyone was up at the slideshow and and I'm talking his immediate family so his mom his dad his sister um her husband and his wife and his son were all standing up in front by the slideshow and this guy whoever it was walked to the back doors of the gymnasium, looked right at everyone and everything. And I watched him do this, and so did my middle sister, Melanie. We watched him smile at the entire reception, look around, smile, turn around, and walk out. I have goosebumps, dude. And I, I, like, I don't care what anyone says. Like, that was my cousin. And I, 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 to this day, believe it. Whether it's true or not, that is comforting to me. That was comforting to my sister. And I'm sorry, I'm going to cry. But that that will forever be the most comforting experience that I ever had. Um, even though I think a lot of people would find that a little scary. No, but that's that's so true. Like, that's something that's so – it brings you inner peace. Yeah, and and it did because, you know, a lot of things – you know, leading up, I'm, I'm trying to keep it brief, but like, for instance, when we found out that he passed, I was at school, I was on the phone with my sister, Melanie, and I, she heard, she was at home, and I guess the news was given to her, um, while she was on the phone with me, and all I heard was her say, what, with a cracked voice, and I knew, like, I already knew, and I was alone, I was alone in my dorm, I didn't, like, I didn't know how to handle this by myself. This was the first death I had to handle by myself. Um, 
So that that story, um, that's a little sentimental one for you guys, but that's a good paranormal. Trust me, I have plenty of creepy ones too, um, but I'm going to let Brittany uh, share her story now. I don't know how to follow that. <laughs> oh, I mean, I've definitely had my moments where I always tell people ghosts don't just visit you when you're walking amongst things. I always tell people that ghosts can visit you in your dreams. Yeah. I've told you, like, this wasn't the story, but, like, I've told you I had the day after Grandpa passed, like, the the night that Papa had passed away, um, going into the following day, I had a dream of him and my cousin. And if you've listened to this podcast, I've mentioned her a few times, but she – she and my grandpa had this bond. And so it was so comforting to me to um, see her and embracing my grandpa and walking away with my grandpa. So for me, stuff like that, it just, oh, that connects. But I'm going to go a little dark for yeah, a second. Yeah, love dark. Uh, <laughs> um, so my best friend Ashley and my friend Michaela we went we love to go ghost hunting at our school because like I said my school is a exhuming of paranormal crap mm-hmm. um if you go down to the library there's the place where they uh embalmed people is that the word I'm thinking of yeah it's still there I mean not all the tools and stuff but it's like it's like a museum there now but so if you watch they were doing some kind of um work in the grounds and long story short we go over there and we're just sitting there and I was like man I wish we could see like we're just hypothetically I wish we could see a ghost like I would love to see a ghost yeah and all of a sudden the there's no wind and the caution tape started moving mm-hmm. and I was like um okay maybe I'm crazy I was like Michaela's like ask her ask it a question I was like is there someone here and then it just started rapidly moving. And I was like, okay, this is awkward. And so my best friend Ashley does not like ghost stories. So she walks away and I was like, um, I said, and I was like, wait till it stops and maybe it's just a win. There's absolutely no win at this point. And so we're like, oh, let's ask it a random question. I was like, are you a boy? And it didn't move. And I said, are you a girl? And it started flapping away, and I just thought I was like, Mm-mm. so then I was like, okay, we did that whole thing. A few times it went moving, and then it just stopped, no matter what question we asked it. So then we walked back to the dorms, and so we walked the long way, and all of a sudden you hear kids laughing, and there's this abandoned area. So I was like, oh shit, like this cannot be the same thing. So then we're like, okay, whatever. We walked back to the dorms, and we're going to sleep, and. My roommate and I had heard it. No one else had heard it, but my roommate and I had heard it and it was like almost like a on the the kitchen table that we had. And I was like It's like I didn't hear that. And then all of a sudden we hear and I was like Mm-mm. So I go, I open my door and my roommate's across from me. So it was like me, my best friend, my roommate and then another girl. And so we're looking at each other and we I was like, did you hear that? And she's like, yeah, did you? And I was like, yep. And we didn't even tell the other two that we were leaving. We got in her car and we left. <laughs> we went to go get donuts. But it was just like the fact that those three occurrence happened, especially at our school. And let me tell you, there's play, just research Channel Islands and ghost stories in the same sentence in Google. And you will you will be 
so invested in these stories because it's not just like here and there someone hears something it's there's been times where the death moves in the classroom or they just rebuilt some um dorms and it's said that they built them on the burial part where the some of the people had died and they didn't tell people the classrooms are being reused channel islands is freaky but it was such a good school but it was freaky but tell us one creepy story really quick if you have one um okay um well there is a ghost that is known in my immediate family uh his name is richard uh so the house that we grew up in he was the husband that died in my parents' bedroom prior to us living there. And that already, why that why that was like, ooh, we should buy this one. Don't know. Ask my parents. Um, <laughs> so the story there um, that is, I would say it's a little creepy. We definitely say that we've moved around a lot and we do feel that he's followed us to multiple places. We've... Treating him more as a friend now, though. So, like, when weird stuff happens, literally the whole family just goes, okay, Richard, like, nice to see you, too. <laughs> we just, like, make fun of it now. Um, but I will tell you, the initial story of how Richard came about was that, so in our original house, the living room and the kitchen were connected. And when you would walk from the kitchen to the living room, you could see down the hallway to where the bedrooms were. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I believe it was my mom first who walked, was it my mom? It might have been my mom or my dad, it doesn't matter. But one of them, let's say it was my mom. My mom walked from the kitchen to the living room and she, it was nighttime and the lights were out in that hallway. And my mom looked down the hallway and she saw a figure at the end of the hallway. She thought it was my brother. So my brother, I think at this time was like 14 or 15. Um, so he was like, you know, his height, like 5'11 mm-hmm. or something. And he had like a good build. You know, he was a, he was a teenager. And uh, my mom yelled down the hall and was like, Nick, go back to bed. And there was no response. So she called my dad over. And she was like, Mark, tell Nick to go to bed. Like... I don't know why he won't go to bed. So my dad got up from the living room, went, looked down the hall, saw the figure as well, and said, Nick, go to bed. And then they both looked at each other and... I'm so creeped out right now. (laughs) They looked at each other and then they looked back and the figure was gone. So they went down the hallway into my brother's room. Okay, the door was shut. Um, The way that my brother slept and still sleeps to this day is with the blankets over his head. And, like, it's, like, as if he's dead because you can, like, barely hear him breathing. He doesn't move, like, all this stuff. That's scary. So, yeah. So, my mom used to – I used to be that way, too. My mom used to check to see if we were breathing when we were sleeping. But anyway, so they went in and Nick was fast asleep. Like, in the amount of time – it took them maybe 20 seconds after the figure disappeared to go – into where the bedrooms were. It wasn't like a huge house or anything. And um, so so we just always figured that that was Richard. So after that, things happened where the coffee spoon that would scoop the grounds flew off of the counter one time with my dad. You know, occasionally, like, just weird things would move. 
things would be in different places without any of us touching them. And every house we went to, there'd always be just like weird noises and weird creaks and weird stuff. But we'd always just crack it up either to, you know, that's a sound the house is making or we would straight up just all look at each other and be like, oh, it's just Richard and laugh about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, make friends with your spirits because they're just regular people like you and me, you know, until they're like a demon or something like that. But I haven't encountered a demon, thank the Lord. But um, don't go to Channel Islands. (laughs) But um, so, yeah, so that's our somewhat creepy story. And it's kind of like kept within our immediate family. But um, it's it's just kind of part of life now so richard is part of the family i wonder where he'll go if you all go your separate ways like who will he'll follow yeah like which one of them will he just like latch on to i 100 percent think it's gonna be my dad because just wherever my dad is because um my dad never felt scared mm-hmm. by richard or anything um but they would have been like you know similar ages mm-hmm. and um you know, they were both fathers, they were both husbands, so I think, like, that's a little more comforting for Richard, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know, maybe, yeah, I would say probably wherever my dad and my mom go, but then again, it could also be my middle sister, Melanie, because she, um, I would say we both have, like, that sixth sense of, mm-hmm. like, paranormal, but I would say that she, hers is a lot stronger, I feel like, um, because mine never seem to really be people I know hers is always someone we know that like died um like when we were kids my mom came in the room and Melanie was like three and she started talking about our Nana who she had never met and she my mom was like who are you talking to and she was like I'm talking to Nana and my mom's like what are you talking about and so she like spoke to You're her shitting me right now yeah. i'm like editing that out my sister does the exact did the exact same thing you know it's a it's a middle it, not a middle sister but like it's their age yeah. type of because melanie's 25 and sabrina's 26 yeah so it's like i i it's not that i'm 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 not saying that like the oldest can't have this i'm not saying that but no but i see what you're saying yeah there's yeah. like something about like that middle child um and I don't know, maybe it's because you know, like, how people always say the middle child's, like, the forgotten one, or, yeah. like, the one that always wants attention but never gets it. So maybe it's like, oh, it's okay, we'll give you attention. <laughs> it's just so funny. Totally really quick. That's just so funny yeah. you should say it like that because Sabrina would sit in the back seat when my mom would take her to um, daycare or something, and she'll just be yapping away. And my mom would always turn to her and say, who are you talking to? Oh, Papa, Papa, Papa and I are having a conversation right now. And my mom's like, what are you? what yeah. and she's like no papa and i he decided he wanted to have a conversation with me and we were just yeah. talking and melanie used to sleepwalk too which was weird so melanie used to one time my, my parents woke up and melanie was sitting on their radio like which is on a table next to their bed and she was just sitting there with like her eyes closed and like sitting up and everything and then there was another time where she tried to go out the front door when we were younger oh my god and she just wakes up and is like well, i don't even know what happened like you know there's just there's some weird things and i think like the mind is just an interesting thing in general so mm. you know what we dream and how it's connected and stuff i'm definitely someone who googles when i have weird dreams mm-hmm. i'll google like 
like everything. So I had a dream one time where there was like bugs just coming out of my bedroom walls. And I was so scared in the dream. I'll tell you, I was terrified. But then I Googled it and it's it means that you're going to have like a prosperous year like financially. And I was like, I mean, okay. Like, I mean, if that's how the bugs have to. Yeah, if that's what the bugs got to do, the bugs got to do, you know. But, um, you know, you know I, I do believe that the mind is like something interesting. And I think. Everything is up for interpretation for sure, but like I said, that funeral one with my cousin. That one that one hit me. Yeah, that's just not I don't think that that was a coincidence or anything like that. I think that you know when people are taken too young that I do think that they they have a way to say goodbye if they never got the chance to and I think that was I think that at least I believe, I think that he just wanted to check and make sure that his wife and his son, who was pretty young at the time, um, were going to be okay. And uh, also that his mom and dad and sister and brother were all going to be okay. And and they were. And, you know, that's what family's for. And so we we all, they all took care of each other. We all took care of each other. And, um, you know, we made it through. So I think there's some good reasons that there's paranormal experiences that happened mm-hmm. and I'm really grateful to them. Too. Yeah. I feel like those ones like like you said, I oh my god, I don't know what I would do in your case if I would have seen my cousin oh, it was weird. her own funeral. I think I think also I wanted to be distracted because I was like so emotional. So I think I I felt like oh, maybe I could just, you know, focus on figuring out who this guy is so I put my focus into that so I stopped crying for a cool minute but um I would have probably yeah. chased it after him I don't know why I would have had the like I'm gonna be honest like a big part of me wanted to go up to him but there was a bigger part of me that was like telling me not to like it was telling me to just let him do his thing let him yeah go and talk I'm not talk. Go and stand behind my uncle, which he did, which is his dad. So I'm getting really and like, yeah, it's like it's weird stuff. But I do. Yeah, I definitely believe it. And, you know, same thing with my grandpa, my papa and and my mom. I, you know, I definitely believe that he's visited her on multiple occasions. Mm -hmm. Um, There's another person that passed away from cancer. He was only 70. Um, I was only like nine. So it's. You know, it's very, it's difficult, but I do think that those moments are provided to us by God, honestly. Like, he's like, hey, you get, you get a, a visit pass today. Oh, I like and how you I, think of that. Yeah. That's so, because so nice. I, I, I think that that would be great. I think that that'd be awesome of God to just be like, go ahead. You can go have a full day, like, down at Disneyland. Like, he says yeah. that to Walt. Like, you have a full day down at Disney today. Or, like, you have a full day to go visit your family today. Like, that would be kind of cool, I think, if that's how things work. So I like that. Um, well, that this, was a good episode. Yeah. No, I like that. It was actually really fun. Going back to our, you know, crazy stories. Yeah. Do you have a quote? I'm pulling it up right now. So, so make it's quote of the week. Okay, quote. Quote time. Okay. For every fear that shakes your peace, for every night you feel alone, for every moment you lose a little hope, there is an angel who whispers, I am here. Oh. I know. I love nice. your quote. They just hit me a certain way. It's so sweet. I loved it. But like usual, thank you for listening, and always... 
show those true colors.